Welcome to the penultimate episode of Hectic Justice, Season 1. Episode 8, Overacting in the Ovaries. Brought to you by New Marlborough Goodnight. Are you having trouble sleeping? Whiskey and painkillers not doing their usual trick to numb the mindlessness of your existence? Well, try Marlborough Goodnight by smoking just one of our smooth, Xanax-lined cigarettes before bed, you'll be sleeping like a baby. Your worries nothing but leaves on the wind. And hey, are you having another fight with the missus? Don't want to hear another word? Well, puff on one of your Marlborough good nights and it'll knock you out in ten minutes flat. You won't be hearing any more of that illogical feminine hysteria Guaranteed peace for the next eight hours straight. No waking up in the middle of the night to tend to her needs. You'll be fresh as a daisy for your secretary in the morning. New Marlborough Goodnight. And now it's time for Hectic Justice, Episode 8, Overacting in the Ovaries. I'm available. Hectic justice. For voiceover work. Trying to make it in a man's world. Hectic. I'd be really good at doing movie trailers. Hectic justice. And that last bit of the political commercial of, you know, things. And her best friend is a sexy detective. She tells it like it is. Hectic. We'd have to speak really quickly at the end. You know what time I need to get all the information. Damn it. This is not showing me my finest work. I'm actually pretty good at this because... Trying to save the day Practically everybody's gay for justice Please contact my agent. As the sun comes, the moon rolls over and goes to sleep. But enough of my personal life. We begin this overacting ovarian overture, my hectic justice friends, in the Oval Office of Chief of Police Booby Winston. Maternal, tough as nails, and of course, voluminous Bazooka Joes. The Chief stands at her desk. Detective Zoe Legless stands adjacent, arms folded, while Sergeant Lucky Spriggan bites his nails and sparks the dog, <laughs> urinates nervously on an office plant. On the desk sits a cassette player with an open yellow package. <laughs> package. The tape is playing, but crackling, static, atmospheric, addictive. We hear familiar evil, but sultry voice. It's that sexy mafia broad, nippy tits, McNergstrom. Monroe, single female lawyer. And if you ever want to see her alive again, you must drop the search for Big Tony's elusive secret donut racket. <laughs> Damn it, I can't believe they've stooped to kidnapping the star of the show. Rough! Oh, quirky dick! 
Oh golly, this is just awful. She was, she was going to give me booty. <laughs> Pull yourself together, Sergeant. You're hysterical. Oh! <laughs> Come on, this murderous mafia muppet can't play us for a bunch of buffoons. She's using an 8-track for God's sake. Surely she's not serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. <laughs> Damn it, they're rehashing jokes from episode four. Those are right bastards. Chief, I've forgotten my line. God damn it, let me at him, Chief. Oh, god damn, give him what for. God damn it, out of goddamn hell, goddamn. I appreciate your enthusiasm, Detective, but we don't even know if Hester is even still alive. You're probably wondering, is Hester even still alive? So in case you think we're bluffing, here, just listen. They all bend down low over the tape player, naturally allowing some perky chicka jumbers to burst forth. There's a crackling of sexually seductive static. Suddenly, it is broken by the voice of oh, the sultry oh. but desperate Hester Monroe, single female oh, lawyer. No! Oh, don't worry about me, Zoe. Find Big Tony. Find him and prosecute him to the fullest extent of the law. Okay, that's enough, Neil. Time for some more sexy torture. Get your gargantuan tits out of my face. We're gonna play nude twister today. <laughs> God damn you, no. Right hand green. Oh, oh, you cruel wench. Left foot oh, yellow. No. Oh. Right thigh red. That's just a rash. You know, you really should get that checked. No! <laughs> the tape stops. Booby and Zoe both heave a great sigh, making their marvelous manangarangs mash like Monday Market's melons. <laughs> Spriggan burst into fresh tears. <laughs> oh, Chief! Oh, crikey, Dick! It's all my gosh darn fault! Golly bajiggers! Rats! Oh, rats and gosh darn it! <laughs> Bottom. <laughs> Sergeant Spriggan, I don't think I've ever heard you use such pathetic profanity in my office prior. Now what are you prattling on about? Oh, Chief, Sparks and I saw her on her way to Big Tony's. <laughs> and I didn't go with her. I knew it was dangerous. I could have protected her. Oh, 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 Dickens. Oh, no, Spriggan, don't cry. You know you're not that good an actor. But we both know that the only way you could have protected her is if you tripped over some coordination. Which is, as I think you'll agree, highly contradictory. Zoe fists the table. Gross. God damn it, I should have known. Oh, damn you, Hester. Why did you have to be so brilliant, beautiful, and balled up in your sexy quest for hectic justice, for God's sake? Oh, it may sound like exposition, my own saucy but endearingly dramatic-as-hell best friend who I have unspoken familiar feelings with is kidnapped by the mob. And it's probably somewhere tied up in a chair oh. and being subjected to sordid, sexy torture oh. involving inappropriate close-ups of nipples oh. and thighs. Crikey dick! Just like we heard on the tape there. Chief, uh, may I be excused? My pants are getting tight. All right, you listen here to me now. We're the polis. And we can't go blaming our sexy selves when things which we're responsible for go wrong. 
Why, if everyone was responsible claimed responsibility, then we wouldn't need a legal system. This is an erectionally hard problem. But if we all put our breasts together, we can solve it right enough. Especially with heinously oversized long blankets like mine. Oh, Chief, you're so wise. But seriously, can I go? It's my pants. Hmm, you raised some good nipples, Chief. But what are we going to do about Hester? Oh, Hester, forsooth, goddamn thee, where art thou? And you can stop that business right now, Detective. You know I can't let you start speaking in ye olde English. We're already running lame dad jokes back to back amidst too many mentions of tits and arse. And my accent is already dubious enough if I have to add pretentious Shakespearean mumble jumble to my unnecessary dialogue. I'll definitely have a stroke instead of just sounding like a do. There's nothing we can do right now for Hester. We'll deal with it all in good time. But right now, you both have been in me office without a coffee break. And I need me offices in tip-top hi-fi condition at all times. Off ye go now. God damn it, Chief! You know, this is no time for coffee. I've gotta find my leggy lawyer friend with a cracking ass. And if I don't find her, how are we gonna develop the sexual tension between us? Chief! For God's sakes, we got a patch lined up in the season one finale! Chief! I'm wearing a thong and everything! Chief! My pants! God damn it, you know that's only going to happen if the show doesn't get axed first. Now this is a direct order from your chief of police, who's also a substitute for your dead mother and treats you like a mother should. Go and storm out in a perky hoof and get some coffee up your jacksie before I smash your face in. God damn you, chief. God damn you to hell. Zoe storms out in a perky hoof, exiting dramatically, slamming the door behind her as evident from the foley. <laughs> Zoe! Zoe! Come back! Ruff, ruff. Sergeant Lucky Springin adorably goes to run after her, but is stopped by Chief Booby's boobies, which booby up against his chest, boobying his way. Whoa. No Spriggan. Let her go. She needs to figure out her emotions on her own in a dramatic bar scene. But this scene's almost over, and there haven't been any puns yet. Damn it, Sergeant, you know that's probably for the best. Not in my opinion. Zoe, Zoe, come back! Let her go, Sergeant. Let her go. Okay. Hectic. Hectic Detective Zoe Legless, full of perky sexual rage, goes to the local bar in order to get sizzle-faced, and possibly, as her name suggests, Legless, at the loss of her best friend. Of course, she could just go and try finding her, but that's not what the script says, and I'm the narrator, so what I say goes! Oh yes, I'm drunk, with power! And another thing. You know, she's my best friend's nemesis. I mean, how can I be attracted to that? It's hard, you know, hard, like nipples. Zoe is already completely plunged and downs her shots with zeal. Well, gotta go. See ya. Bye, zeal. Foreman, more drinks. This of course, madame. The familiar sounding barman comes over wiping an ass. 
I know what I said. The familiar-sounding barman comes over wiping a glass. Pardonne-moi, madame. I do believe you are, how you say, on fuck fest. Or perhaps you should, how you say, take it easier on the sauce. Hey, hey, I know you. Hesler told me about you. Your accent is dubious. Oui, madame. I have heard of you too. I'm by reputation. I'm sure your bebes will distract moon customers. <laughs> you bet your sweet croissant. Boy, I've got some awesome funky dunkers. Oh, look at him. <laughs> Jiggling about. Now, give me another cowboy. No, no, madame. No more cocksucking cowboys for you. Don't try and tell me what it is, Frenchy. I'm as sober as a freaking panda. Now give me lay booze. <laughs> Excuse me, mademoiselle. There is a sassy booby woman standing right behind you. And I think once, uh, how you say, Americans, to chew le fat. <laughs> chew this fat. She goes to punch the barman, but misses and punches herself in the face. Ow! I punched myself. Bravo, madame. Well, well, well. Zoe turns around. Behind her is Judge Anna Fieselbottom. But what's this? She's not in a judge's gown. She's in a sexy civilian attire and looking quite the scrubber, if you ask me. You'll want to be careful, Detective Legless. The way you're going, you'll have to arrest yourself for drunk and disorderly. <laughs> and not for just being a sexy trollop. What the? Hey, wh- where do you... Zoe rubs the blood of her chin from where she's totaled herself. Hey, wh- what the hell do you think you're doing here? Oh, come on, detective. I have drinks at bars just like anyone. Despite my stiff upper lip persona, I've got it going on. Do you take that thing everywhere? Yes. Well, I don't care anyway. I'm sad. So whatever. Leave me alone before I arrest you. Arrest you for being too bootiful. (laughs) Oh, yes, of course, detective. Whatever you say. Barman, give me two scotch on the rocks. Hold the rocks and grab your socks. Shut up. Ow! She slaps her own face. Can't you see I'm mourning my sexy friend? Hester's been kidnapped. Kidnapped? Well, this first season is surely going to win awards for plot originality. Shut up. She slaps her own face again. I don't care how plunging your neckline is. I'm drinking my heart out here. So go away unless you're prepared to say something that'll at least further the subplot about our forbidden relationship. The sexy judge sips her drink smugly, as is her idiom. Well, as a matter of fact, would it interest you to know that despite my stern, corrupt exterior, I find you quite attractive, detective, relentless. What the... Get out of here! Yes, you may think I'm a stern, corrupt, and gavel-slamming bitty detective legless, but underneath, I'm the same as anyone else, with the same 
feelings, throbbings, and desires. Throbbings? Jesus. Ah, yes. Many's the time I've seen you in the courtroom and thought to myself, hmm, I'd love to play tiddlywinks with her. Or some hungry hippos. I'd rather play mousetrap. <gasps> what a coincidence. That's what I call it. God damn it, Fieselbottom. I've got no time for games. I'm so distraught that I can't even go looking for Hester, let alone deal with this completely forbidden love. Of course. Oh, I understand, Detective, but... I'll be in my chambers for our next scene when you change your mind. <laughs> Hectic. Hectic justice. Man, wiggle, a rather frustrated, horny, and destroyed, lucky, spriggin', awkward, boyishly charming, hunker munker, is walking through the parks with Sparks, his faithful police dog. Oh, Sparks, I'm so boyishly pouty today. Losing Hester before getting, uh, intimate. Oh, golly, uh, how wonderful that would have been to to make lovey-wovey-woo-wah. <sighs> this is just what I need, to go for a stroll with you, Sparks, my bestest ever friend, and work through my hunky emotions sitting under a tree and writing in my diary. Ruff, 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 ruff. <laughs> oh, Sparks, you're such a good dog. You know just what to say. <laughs> oh, Sparks, you're my bestest ever friend. <laughs> oh, stop. Oh, I love you, Sparks. <laughs> I love you too. Ah. Huh? <clears throat> oh, that's a relief. <laughs> Oh, for a minute, I thought you actually talked. <laughs> Don't be such a silly Simon. Ah, what? Suddenly, Sparks sniffs the air. He's picking up a scent. Ruff, 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 ruff. Sparks, what is it, boy? Suddenly, Sparks breaks into a run. Friggin' looks on after him. Sparks, no, wait. Come back. He gets up and runs after Sparks through the parks. But Sparks is a dog. Or Canis Familiaris, able to reach average speeds of up to 30 kilometers per hour, or if he was a greyhound, up to 67 kilometers per hour. Spriggan being only a human, evolved from Homo erectus. <laughs> Homo. Homo. <clears throat> Homo erectus. Erectus! is only able to reach average running speeds of up to 16 kilometers per hour. Narrator's fun facts. Spriggan is quickly outrun by Sparks. He soon gets lost and stumbles about in tears. Great acting. Really, I'm totally convinced. As he weeps, he leans against a tree. And a jugger in tiny white shirts and a blue and white striped t-shirt and a beret and a... Ring of onions around his neck, holding a baguette, and on a bicycle, and running away from a German, steps out from behind the tree. Bonjour. Oh, uh, a bonjour to you. Excusez-moi, monsieur. Uh, have you seen my dog? I'm afraid not, uh, sir. Please vous, stop. Uh, stop it. Please stop it. Oh, excusez-moi, please stop butchering my language. 
I'm afraid not, sir, but it can reach speeds of how you say on 30 kilometers per hour. He is an chien de carnison familiarius. Oh, no! I evolved from Homo erectus! <laughs> Homo erectus! <laughs> Homo! That means I can only reach speeds of 16 kilometers an hour. Oh, I'll never catch him. Never, ever. Oh, I must find him. He's my bestest ever friend. How sad for you. There, he's barking. I can hear him. He must be over there where the barking is coming from. Uh, where perhaps uh, he is in that big hole over there, of which there appears to be a tunnel leading somewhere. Uh, perhaps on to uh, how we are français, on conclusion. Wow, he is. Thank you, dubiously accented stranger. Mm. Au revoir and uh, fuck you. The familiar-sounding jugger turns to continue his way down the path in his pair of tidy whities Bye! Spriggan runs to the hole and looks down into it. Sparks is looking up at him and barking. Great acting all round. I am totally convinced. Oh, Sparks, you're in a hole. I'll climb down to you somehow. Uh, wait, I'll find a long branch or a vine or something. Um... Um, Sparks barks and nods obviously towards a particular direction. What is it, boy? What is it? Sparks, come on, boy. What is it? How am I going to get down to you? How? For God's sake, yells the rope ladder over there. Oh, there's a rope ladder. I, uh, wait on. You did just talk! You did! Oh, crikey dick! I am a talking dog, just like in those old movies, or in those really bad radio plays. Well, I have to say something! I mean, oh my god, you're beautiful, but no brains at all! You are obviously too dumb to get my barking, tail wagging, and significant urination. Now, you can't go blabbing about this to anyone, okay? Oh, I promise, Sparks. I promise. It will be our secret. Spriggan climbs down the rope ladder, jumping down on the dirt next to Sparks. I think your girlfriend's down the tunnel somewhere. I smell that irritating perfume coming from this big hole. I think there may be a labyrinth that we'll have to somehow navigate. Do you have a compass and a torch? No. Oh, well, I've got my nose and my urine. I guess we'll make do. Now, time to go save the day. Oh, yes, definitely. Let's uh, bust some ass. They set off down the tunnel, leading them to a labyrinth of tricky trails. Well, I can't believe I've got a talking dog. I know. Can we have a secret handshake and uh, wink at each other and things like this? No. Well... Well, maybe the winking. But soon they're all desperately lost in the labyrinth because of all the labia. Oh, this is all so confusing. Oh, it's all so confusing. All these labia, like a labyrinth. Oh, Sparks, where are we? Is your nose smelling anything? Do you smell any labia? I'm not picking a percent at all, but I'm picking up some sort of Weird rock star cologne. Cologne? Of a man? I wonder who else could be down here, in this 
Labyrinth? I don't know. Coming up next on Hectic Justice, Spriggan and Sparks search through the underground labyrinth for Hester Monroe. Will they meet a posthumous celebrity cameo who will help them navigate it? Who will it be? Will they end up rescuing her and will it all be wrapped up in a neat little package that makes no sense? Boy, I hope so. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a rating and review. Share with your friends, if any, and tune in next week for the finally season season finale of Hectic Justice! Hectic Justice is written and produced by Beck Chapman. Featuring the voices and improvisational skills of Sam Marsden, Tony Bones Burge, Lauren Bock, Sean Cunningham, and Beck Chapman. This week's extra special guest stars were Ben Adamson playing an overacting extra and Michael Dalton as Dolly Diamond playing the sexy Judge Anna Fieselbottom. And I'm Tony Martin. And I'm off to walk yet another street in Melbourne. This week, after making my way up Hiscock Street to Boner Court, I'll then clumsily explore Titwobble Lane as I attempt to discover the elusive Clitter Street. At the inevitable no-entry sign, I'll then no doubt head despondently again to Ernst Wank. Trying to save the day, Ernst Wank.